I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality with rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification. Their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden, 
Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below, cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people in the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, Coast of dot but we learned many lessons and had many experiences that only led us to the next door that leads to what may be our calling and perhaps we don't have one calling but many and perhaps we don't have one overall calling but a new calling depending on the season of our life and and that calling is whatever is making our hearts sing now let the magic begin Why, hello, Soul Tribe. It's Raquel, and welcome to part two. I'm so thankful that you are listening to part two, and I really hope that you enjoyed part one as much as I enjoyed answering those questions. I am thoroughly so impressed by how deep and wise each Soul Triber is. And in all honesty, the three hours that I sat down to answer the questions, it really only felt like an hour because I just feel so deeply connected to each and every one of you. And I was excited to have that conversation. Well, even though I'm by myself, but you know, you know what I mean. So instead of making a three, well, three and a half hours when I include the voices of you in the episode. Instead of making a three and a half hour long episode, I wanted to divide it up into parts so you can soak in slivers of whatever was shared instead of filling your entire cup up at once only to experience an overflow and perhaps forget a lot of whatever was shared that really resonated deeply within you as honestly the most integral step in applying something that resonates is to is to uh, let it sink in and surrender that information as you are trusting that cosmic unfolding that it will 
deliver soon a message will be delivered to you and that you don't need to do anything in fact I of course I love spiritual tools that I share and you may want to practice many spiritual tools to just keep you aligned because they they help and they're so fun to dive into but just always keep in mind that the many things I share and the many tools I share or the many tools that the guests share they're simply that they're simply just tools but honestly the greatest insight that I want you to take away is that all you need to find all the answers you seek is you so I have something for you before we dive back into the next part of the Q&A just something short for you to say to you and for you to say to your soul how often do you give yourself the love that you would give to your best friend how often do you compliment yourself or tell yourself that you deserve the world just like you would tell your best friend how often do you remind yourself that you are beautiful you are enough you are worthy in times when you don't feel enough or worthy or beautiful just like you would your best friend when times are tough, how often do you remind yourself that this is a part of life and this too shall pass soon? And remind yourself that you always get through and to be proud of that, to be proud of yourself, that no matter what, you always seem to make it through, no matter the struggle, you always make it through it passes in time always because you do this for yourself your sanity your happiness your peace you do this because you love yourself and you want to have a good life because you deserve a good life just like you would think of your best friend In times of struggle, how often do you close your eyes and ask yourself, I am open to listen to you now and see what takes place in your body. How often do you close your eyes and tell yourself, I love you. Close your eyes, place one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly, and tell yourself, I love you, I love you, I love you. Listen.
Sometimes I wonder what life would be like if I hadn't discovered this podcast about a year ago. I started listening to it at the very beginning, and I would just stay up in my dorm room. All my roommates would listen to it, too. They're like, wow, you're really getting into this spirituality, and kind of laughed. But the truth is, I was, and it has completely changed my life. From this podcast, I just learned to embrace the journey so much more and to set goals, but then allow the universe to step in. And I've experienced so many synchronicities. In fact, my new address that I had visualized the perfect apartment in Hawaii, and I found it about a week later at the address 444. Um, which is an angel number I see all the time. Anyways, I've also just kind of learned to explore so much and find my passions through this podcast. It's been such an amazing experience to see all the other Yomis that I follow on Instagram find their way too. Um, I think the way that you create your own magic is just by tuning in, which we talk about all the time on here, but just journaling and meditating and truly taking the time to listen to your heart, which I think can sometimes be hard when we have stresses like school and work and obligations that feel like they have to be done, Um, but truly in alignment, I've discovered that these things flow so much easier. And when you're present for each moment, you can find beauty even in um, just daily life, daily routines and tasks, which is the start of living a more beautiful life, is appreciating the one that you're in now, and then allowing that to develop into something greater in the future. And that's something that I don't know if I would have learned if I hadn't started listening to this. So thank you, Raquel. And Allie in the beginning, this has been such a great tool for all of us. So Molly Roseman, how to break free from loops in your life. I feel like at the moment I make progress and then fall back into old patterns and behaviors that are holding me back from achieving my dreams and that this is all in kind of a loop, slowly learning to trust the process and act from love. Oh, Molly, such a great question. And I'm realizing that the biggest tragedy in life is to continue walking a path with high walls that make us feel trapped as we seem to be walking the same loop with our same patterns and behaviors that do not serve us. And the tragedy lies in the face that, for all of us, freedom is possible. And we created these walls, and really, if we're the only ones walking on this path, we're the only ones who can tear them down, too. And of course, we can yell over the walls and see if someone can help, and they may say something back, but ultimately, it's up to us. However, that person that does shout out over the wall may give us motivation or insight or hold accountability for us that incline us to tear down that wall sooner. But then 
these walls are also our comfort and it's what we know and we might stay inside these walls for a while and it's hard, hard, hard to tear them down. And sometimes we try to climb over the wall, but the walls don't fully collapse. So we, we relapse and a relapse happens and we're all human and we're not perfect, but we do our best with the information that we've got. So pay attention to the subtle behaviors that may trigger these patterns and these thought loops. And perhaps even early morning or maybe you're a night owl. So either early morning or late at night, depending on what kind of bird you are, when you're in your journal and you're tapped into your goddess self or god self or higher self. And if you don't have a journal, I highly recommend that you begin and ask yourself, what are things that you do that flirt with danger? For example, when I used to smoke, some of my triggers would be I was bored in the car, so I wanted a cigarette. And when boredom creeped for me to stop, I already had a game plan to call someone or to blast fun and catchy music and shamelessly sing to it from the top of my lungs and dance to it while I'm driving. And I don't, and I don't remember how long it took. And I just needed some sort of distraction. And distractions can be fine if you're purposefully distracting yourself from the habit that is not doing you any service. And I don't remember how long it took, but the tick of needing to have a cigarette in the car ended up fading away and I ended up even stop smoking and now I definitely don't crave cigarettes, though I was super addicted. And so slowly learning to trust the process. And yes, this is truly key to just take it I was taking it day by day. So take it day by day. And perhaps when you journal, write something that you can do instead of that behavior. Only think you're going to do it that day. Don't think it's going to be forever. Don't think about tomorrow. Just think of that day. In fact, perhaps write. Just for today, I will find joy in doing yada yada. And give yourself permission to recognize that pattern just for that day. And take it day by day, not week by week or a 30-day challenge, just that day. And that day, and the next day, and the next day, eventually will trickle to you finally letting go of that loop, that pattern. And you may be surprised to find how much compassion you'll find for yourself if you just sit with those moments where you begin to crave the ways that lead you to the bad behaviors. So... You will find compassion because you'll think it's okay. I'm just doing it just for today. And I hope the earlier question on binging, I don't know if that is the what you're going through, but it definitely applies to all patterns and behaviors that we're trying to let go. Liliana Collins, how did you accumulate your following when you started the podcast? <laughs> this will be a short easy answer. Well, I credit the first many, many months to my former co-host and magical unicorn, Allie, Michelle, for, um, since she had already had a large following on her gram. (laughs) And so I had a slightly, definitely have a smaller Instagram following, but really, so I'm assuming her Insta stories helped a lot. 
and maybe some posts. So she probably brought the first like 10 or 20,000 over, honestly. So for that, I am forever grateful as this would just not be where it is today and my life would not be where it is today and I would not be living this dream if it wasn't for her. And I'm very grateful and I've actually been looking back on a lot of my old journalings in Bali and I didn't realize it, but I do believe that I called her in to so we could create this for you. But I can do that on another episode someday if y'all ask. I'm happy to talk about conscious creation. Anyways, um, next question. Heidi Woodward. How are you able to travel to so many places and just explore like you do? What's your profession? (laughs) How do you maintain work and traveling like that? I need to know how this is possible because it's my dream. Please give as much info and advice as you can. Love you. Ah, I love you too, Heidi. And I want this for you too. It's your dream for a reason because perhaps traveling is calling you right now. And that is 100% possible. So to answer your second question, well, this is my profession. Talking to you right now, this is my profession. This podcast. Before I was health coaching and teaching yoga... And then I decided to fully dedicate my existence to your own magic because I loved it and I had been wanting to do a podcast since 2014 or 2013. No, I think 2014 or end of 2013. I don't know. It's been years since I've been listening to podcasts and then thinking about doing one for myself. And then Allie suggested it and I was like, ah, yes. <laughs> Anyways, um, so now this is my profession and how I make a living. and But that doesn't mean you have to be a podcaster or Instagrammer or YouTuber. Like, I mean, if you want to go for that, please always follow that. Go for that. But there are so many ways that you can make and there's so many resources to learn how to make passive income and to learn how to make money online and there are so many podcasts that are dedicated to that that I actually used to listen to so I learned how to make money online and I did a lot of that so so though that's not my specialties there are so many resources that have that for you so whatever you want to do honestly just do it you don't need a team you don't need one person to bring you to that place. You just need Google and there are millions of resources to give you the the how-to you need or a podcast and pick one that resonates and it will take off. Or I highly also recommend that you check out Jess Lively's Flow with Intention Um, and then there's Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Income, Uh, Zero to Travel I think is a podcast I used to listen to. So you know just pick up those tips and tricks from people that are living and thriving in that world and yeah I literally flew to Bali with less than a hundred dollars in my bank account by the way so I'm happy that Bali food is cheap or I guess was cheap I guess it's getting more expensive now but all my places you know were booked ahead of time because I spent all the money I had in advance on a ticket and places to stay for a month and then which I don't recommend you do I highly recommend you have security in your pocket but no matter what have faith that you'll always be okay hold that faith don't ever feel scarce because you're not you're not scarce you're so abundant and you're so 
going to travel and be fine. You're 100% guaranteed to live this traveling dream. I promise you that as long as you truly fully believe that. Oh, and also side note, Skyscanner helped me so much. No, this is not an ad. That'd be amazing if they sponsored me, but they don't. But Skyscanner is was my wallet saver. I first wanted to go to the most affordable places that were on my bucket list or just fly somewhere cheap. So honestly, with Skyscanner, I would select where I currently was and then I would select everywhere to see the affordable destinations that I could travel to. And then I just kind of hopped around the world doing that. So Skyscanner was a lifesaver with wanting to travel and see the world. And if I wanted to go somewhere far, I would just have a a long few day layover in another country so I can explore it. For example, I want to go home and my layover option from Thailand is Canada. So I'm actually just going to spend some time in Canada to explore it. Not long, just a few days. And then I'm going to go home and just to make the most of my travels. And I will arrive home exactly two years since my friends Davy and Bilal dropped me off at the airport to see me off to Bali in 2016. So yeah, just a short friend shout out. (laughs) They're my brothers on the mainland. But I wish that I could give you a more formulated answer on pursuing your passion. But we all have different paths. And so there's really no formula. But I do guarantee that you won't succeed and you won't travel if you don't just start. So traveling is indeed 99.9% guaranteed when you buy your ticket. The moment you purchase your ticket. So I hope this helps, Heidi. Hello, I'm Matilde, and I've been listening to the Your Own Magic podcast uh, since the day it came out, really. <laughs> and it was a time where I was working morning shifts at a hotel, and I was really despising it. It was hard for me to get there because it was like 6 a.m., I had to be in the metro. But listening to the podcast <laughs> really, really helped me. I. Um, Somehow I just felt so energized and centered when I arrived to work. I think it's all the knowledge and the love that was infused in these episodes that just channeled through me and I I was just glowing by the time I arrived to work. And I really felt that difference in comparison to my coworkers. Um, And yeah, it just helped me to to start my day off on a good note, (laughs) simply by listening to your podcast. I really, really thank you for that. But I think what Your Own Magic has really helped me with is the idea that I'm not alone. Um, I am a 19-year-old and I definitely don't fit society's mold. So it has been super challenging for me to just own my own path and do something completely different to all my other friends my age. But meeting other people on the Your Own Magic Facebook group and on Instagram has made me realize that I'm not alone and it's okay to be different and it's it's awesome to be different and I've made so many lovely connections where I've been able to just share my story and we yeah just for mutual support and it's it's been so helpful and I couldn't thank you enough for this it's such a gift um And so if I were to advise anyone to create their own magic, what has helped me at least, (laughs) I would have to say to remember your light, be your light, and share your light. Um, In whatever 
shape, size, or color your light comes in to just own it and radiate it because that is your magic. And I think that's what we're here on earth to do. And that's what humanity needs to heal. Um, and the world deserves it and you deserve it as well. <laughs> so that's what I would advise. And with that said, to remember to not be afraid of your own light because that's just gonna hinder you on your journey. Um, don't be afraid to shine. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Oh, we all deserve it and we all need it. And remember also that the minute you give someone the power to dim your own light, that's when you're standing out of your own truth and out of your own power. So don't let people do that. Just stand in your own light and share it. <laughs> to the point it might blind people, but it will blind them with love, with the truth. So. That's how I would advise people to create their own magic. Next question, Nadia shoot on Nadia, my Holland friend. And she actually has three questions, so we'll just take this one by one. What would you say to a younger version of yourself and the Yomis? Sort of like advice before high school, since we all know that high school can suck very badly and I'm glad that it's over, but I can imagine we still have some Yomis in the tribe that are in high school right now. What would your advice be to them and to your younger self? By the way, I love you so much, Raquel, and I'm so grateful that you still keep this podcast up in between your wonderful travels Aww. and hope to see you someday perhaps in Holland. Love, lots of love, Nadia. Ah, Nadia, I love you so much too. And by the way, I was just in Holland for two hours last week in Amsterdam, as that's where my layover was between Spain and Thailand. And I was actually tempted to stay a few days before heading off to Thailand, knowing that my layover was there. And now I really wish I did. Anyways, I love this question. It's such a selfless question, too, since you're not even in high school. I love it. And I I graduated high school exactly a decade ago. And I remember it was... And I remember it was more prized at that time to follow logic and rationale and social norms and any earthly plain wisdom and elderly advice than it was your own gut. And I'm happy to see the shift today that many people are seeing the value of listening to our intuitions, our souls more. And while though mostly most of our society probably still favors logic and social norms, but we're all rarities, there are times when my gut totally feels differently than the social norm and she's always right. And I did not listen to her in high school. I wanted to be normal. I wanted to be cool. I wanted to be popular. Though deep down, I wanted to create more. I wanted to write more. I got pulled by this idea that I didn't want to be a loner anymore. So in high school, I decided to hang more with friends instead of being alone like I was in middle and elementary school. So I abandoned all creative hobbies and outlets to be with friends all the time unless it involved friends like dance. And yeah, I was just obsessed with also my beauty and my body and doing what they were doing. And I actually was the last of my friend group for years to have sex and the last of my friend group to do the drugs and to smoke the cigarettes. And then it became, you know, a big deal that I finally caved and 
everybody's like, whoa, Raquel's doing this now too? Awesome. But I knew deep down that this wasn't going to best serve me. (laughs) Um, And in a moment of weakness, I caved and, you know, I lost my virginity. I tried all the drugs. I drank all the drinks. I smoked all the cigs. And in turn, I lost that sparkle inside. And temptations, especially at that age, are just all around us. And the path that I envisioned for myself, I totally fell off of it. And so it's easier to navigate away from them if, you know, they're not a habit in your adult years. So it's easier to navigate away from them in high school. But the pressure and influence and being impressionable is just, you're extra sensitive at that age. But, you know, I caved into ways that my gut didn't want me to do because, well, I was hard on myself. And when I did cave, I was extra hard on myself, which made it worse. So... I would tell my younger self to be less harsh on herself and to trust that if I am true to who I am, I know it's such a cliche, but it's the ultimate truth. And it's a cliche for a reason that if I'm true to who I am and what I know and everything my gut tells me, then to trust that the right friends will come and I will be a better friend to myself, which is the most important thing. So if I were to sum that all up in just three or four words be easy on yourself and also who you hang out with now in high school will not determine the rest of your life so if the cool people are doing things that you know doesn't feel right right now then forget them honestly you guys will forget each other in like four years and perhaps you'll follow a better path at 18 or 20 and not stray away from your vision at the same time, I don't regret it because because I ended up choosing that paradigm for whatever reason and those experiences and they've made me who I am today. But I knew better and I would tell my younger self that. And for your second question, how to keep a good balance between the spiritual side of life and also the matrix side. I'm all about the magic lifestyle, but I also binge watch shows on Netflix while chomping down some nice cream, and sometimes I find myself in that matrix hole where I'm mindlessly scrolling through memes on Instagram. How would you advise to keep a balance in this modern day media world? Love you. Oh, I love you too again, and Nadia, you human you binging on Netflix and eating blended bananas like a monkey. Is that spiritual? Is that really the right path? (laughs) Nadia, you are one million percent fine and you are likely still living in the magic lifestyle if that's your own magic where on some days perhaps you're in the mood to Netflix and chill and scroll through all of the Instagram memes and then the next you're creating something magical for yourself and sharing your story with the world and being inspired by the show you watched or the memes that you observed and that's that's one reason why I love to ask I'm sorry there's noise in the background I think they just started construction guys so Anyways, that's one reason why I love to ask the guests on the show, what's your favorite TV show? 
just to break this stigma that if we allow ourselves to indulge in earthly pleasures, we may still be living in our truth while enjoying our lives and watching other human creations and magic. And so in those rapid fire rounds, can't think of one person that hasn't responded. I don't watch TV. Trevor was like, I binge watch. And David G, one of one of our master meditation teachers, he loves to binge TV on occasion. And that is fine. And they all have Instagram. <laughs> Just because I'm not Instagram right now does not make me more spiritual than you. That's not... That's not the story I've created for myself, why I'm not on Instagram right now, but I digress. So what really matters is, do you feel guilt or ashamed or worse, (laughs) lower your sense of self-worth because you just happen to enjoy some movies on a screen for long periods of time? Is that the story that you've created that has brought you more resistance with the eternal, internal harmony inside yourself? That's a tongue twister. Eternal, internal. Eternal, internal. (laughs) And also, perhaps it's time to reframe the story. You know, to give yourself permission to enjoy watching a season of Friends. And for no reason, but because you are deliberately and not mindlessly allowing it. As you know, life is just a blend of living the human experience. As we all have many moments where we turn and look inside. And then also other moments where we entertain the idea of being inspired or being intrigued by other people's, other humans' ideas and stories. And... Also, whoever said that whatever you're watching doesn't feed your soul, right? It doesn't feed your soul in some way in that moment. Who, who, who is allowed to say that? And perhaps you were being delivered a message through that show that you watched. And perhaps those chills during that enlightening scene ignited something inside of you or through some truth bombs right to your ears or perhaps something that you watched didn't feel right and honestly I always take those moments as an opportunity to recognize that what I saw is not something that really serves me and that just gave me more information and insight about myself as I'm all about learning more about myself so it's not that I need to totally block what I just saw or I need to Or if I just happen to have watched a really sad show, I need to totally escape it. But just to recognize and sit with that, what am I, why am I feeling like this? This is teaching me something about myself. So, and maybe that's how I blend spirituality with TV, because I use that a lot for life lessons, not just enjoyment and also a lot of learning about how I feel when it comes to certain situations. But I digress again. 
And why is it more wrong to watch a visual story versus reading a story or listening to a story? Nadia, you're keeping a balance, quote unquote, a balance in life by enjoying life as life is just hard enough as it is. So you should enjoy that bowl of nice cream and that series of friends or how I met your mother if you want. (laughs) And I might be speaking from experience myself. Also, what kind of toppings do you like to put on your banana and ice cream? I like to put on cacao nibs. Anyways, I digress again. And so, Nadia, as long as you don't mindlessly escape into the TV every single day and waking moment, and you live a life for yourself, and you create more magic for this world, because those that created the TV show created their own magic, and if you create your own magic too then you are still in spirit. And being in spirit is being inspired. So there's really no formula. And enjoy the TV and enjoy your life. And as long as you're enjoying your time for yourself and for your soul without any stories or illusions of guilt or shame, then you're blending and balancing the matrix, quote unquote, the matrix and your spiritual self. And you also ask, Okay, here I am again with another question. (laughs) I was wondering when you will be back on Instagram, Raquel Mantra, and what made you take a break from it in the first place? Hope you're doing well. Hmm. Well, Nadia, I am doing exceptionally well, and thank you. And I will give y'all a heads up on the podcast when I am feeling like swimming in the Instagram ocean again. But as of now... I'm honestly more content connecting with the tribe in the Facebook group or via email and just staying in my own lane. There's nothing wrong with being on Instagram and there's nothing wrong with not being on Instagram. That's just my flow right now and and that's okay. My preferred source of, I guess, media besides connecting with you guys on Facebook is podcasts. I listen to so many podcasts. I really get to really know the person or really feel their souls but I will let you know because I'm not gonna be away from Instagram forever (laughs) it's just been nice for now a message to my fellow Yomi you don't need anything to be more beautiful than you already are as you know but I do understand the uncomfort of walking around with digestive issues and I've also seen my beautiful friends that are so glowing and radiant but they happen to have a hard time with their skin and both of these issues show that there is something unbalanced from within and that is why I am so 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 happy to have Hum Nutrition stay with your own magic as one of our most supportive sponsors and for the yomis who have worked with their tried and true supplements and of course some humanisms in this human experience create more challenges so hum may have many different solutions to help you out with that they have the highest quality supplements 
as they meticulously select the right, just the perfect micronutrients to balance the beauty from within, from the tummy issues or skin and nails and metabolism and energy and sleep or deficiencies like B12 and vitamin D or just a complete detox of the body. Hum has a variety of gluten-free, non-GMO products, and most of them are vegan. So for the Soul Tribers, you can receive a free nutrition report to find the right nutrients to balance your deficiencies. And you can also receive 20% off your purchase. So you'll not only be supporting your own magic by supporting our sponsor, but you'll also be supporting your shell. So just go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC for 20% off. That's humnutrition.com, promo code MAGIC. <laughs> Heidi Cavazos. Cavazos. By the way, I'm the worst at pronouncing last names. I'm sure you guys already know this, so I'm sorry, Heidi, if I pronounce your last name wrong. How to bring new, wonderful friends into your life. I have been struggling to find real friends, people who are genuinely good and looking to grow and nourish each other for love and support. Love you so much, Raquel. Double pink hearts. Love you too. And Heidi. I have two answers, actually. One practical for the physical plane that the majority would not reject, and then one on the spiritual, more woo-woo plane, which I truly believe is where the magic lies, as it always surprises me. So for short practical advice, do not hold back. Get your butt out there. Look at, you know, local gatherings and events that seem fun and begin conversations with people online in like-minded communities, <clears throat> like the soul tribe, where you know like-minded beings meander. So that's the obvious, but the way you phrased this made me think you were looking for something a little deeper, something beyond the earthly realm, the practical, something that, you know, requires you perhaps calling in. Well, first of all, this may feel weird at first, but when you totally embody the people that you want to align with, acting as if you are that person, then you end up vibrationally aligning with that kind of being, which will always allow you to manifest more of the people that are a vibrational match. So first, perhaps, to visualize it. Visualize it, then write that person down, or write it down, then visualize it. I, I do believe that you do have to have unwavering faith that it will come. Then let it go because the longer you hold on to wanting those people, the more you'll just manifest wanting the wanting of those people, but not ever actually manifesting those people. So just know that they're coming, which I understand is easier said than practice, but allow yourself to feel foolish for a bit till you fully believe it. So the best way to align with it is to be excited for it already being there with you and in existence and that you are living with those people. And I realized I unconsciously did that when I attracted certain people into my life. I was just aligned with them because we were so alike. 
at that time. Of course, people evolve differently and grow apart, but people I've called into my life, I realize they've always been vibrationally aligned with me in many ways. So this is just the tricky part for some, but to embody the people you hope to manifest, but in your own way that is true for you because you want to be yourself. You don't want to be anybody else. And those people will come. And it it doesn't mean like you have the same personality or the same because there's differences there. It's just it's another type of vibration that you hold. Like perhaps you want to be around people that are go-getters. Well, you also go be a go-getter. You want to, you already seem to be, you know, in your own wonderful, beautiful spiritual practice and ways. So just trust that they'll come. The ones that are like-minded like you. Maybe you need to write it out to fully feel it which is fine too, or meditate and feel it, which is fine too, or listen to a song that makes you feel it, which is fine too. So I hope that this helps, Heidi. Oh, and Sophia, Sophia Ortiz, she responds to your question, Heidi, and and Sophia writes, I was about to write a similar question. And then she asks, advice on how to make new friends and find a tribe who supports your spiritual growth when you also are working a nine-to-five in a busy city. Well, I hope that the latter answered your question, but I'll add a few more layers. Uh, One, have you talked to any of your coworkers about their interests? Because perhaps they're secretly into spiritual growth as well. And if you really don't think that's the case, that's fine. But two... This is for everyone. I honestly made the majority of my quote-unquote spiritual-seeking friends in yoga. No joke. So another practical advice, get heavily involved in a yoga studio. Very practical, but I just want to expand on that. But I hope that my message to Heidi was also delivered to you. All right, Olivia Hemwood. How do you find your calling? I'm struggling so hard with what I want to do with this life. I just know it will be important. I'm currently studying and jumping between jobs, but nothing feels quite right yet. I want to fuel my soul and fulfill my dreams. I'm just not sure what they are. Ooh. Well, dear Olivia, do do you ever feel little nudges or hear little thought whispers of inspiration, of something that you think you should pursue or create. And then for a moment or more, you are invested and you feel so inspired by that dream. Then a moment later, perhaps feel a sense of doubt or fear. Well, I believe that That's one of the spiritual, the universal games of our existence is to prove those doubts and fears wrong by pursuing the many things that give us that initial spark or nudge. And, and perhaps, and perhaps that nudge wasn't exactly our calling, but, but we learned many lessons and had many experiences that only led us to the next door that leads to what maybe our calling. And perhaps we don't have one calling, but many. And perhaps we don't have one overall calling, but a new calling depending on the season of our life. And 
And that calling is whatever is making our hearts sing and feeling like we are aligned and living with purpose. And well, my, my favorite rapper, Macklemore, said, a life lived for art is never a life wasted, which gets me every time. And it just, it doesn't have to be in the form of a painting or a book or photography. I believe scientists are even living their art by observing the world and creating hypotheses, hypotheses of how it is manifested on the physical plane, which is needed in this world. And they're serving their calling because it's, you know, something that makes them feel alive. Even, even mathematicians with numbers and dancing with dancers or for dancers and music for musicians, just a mix of it all. (laughs) Really, there's not another person who can tell you what your overall calling is to live till you die. I truly believe that in this moment, you may be feeling called to pursue something because it interests you and, and listen to that as it will lead you to the next calling and the next and the only challenge that will be standing in your way really is is you. And that is one of all of our callings to let those doubts and fears not stop us from pursuing what we feel called to do. So continue to jump between jobs as each one brings us lessons. And, you know, when your soul is crying for you to stop, listen to that. Not listen to the world, but listen to that your soul. You'll always find a way and the next creation will open the next door. So you've got this, Olivia. Only you know. Your own magic has impacted my life because it gave me connection. I didn't have many friends in college and it seemed at my loneliest point that I found this podcast. I immediately fell in love and I felt like I had a friend in Ali and Raquel. I connected with them so deeply it was almost like I had met them before. Only later on did I realize that this is because I saw myself in them. I would advise listeners to create their own magic by listening to their inner child voice. Forget judgment, because those who judge you merely don't understand. By you continuing to be unapologetically yourself and living in a way that fuels your passion, you will create your own magic. And it's beautiful when it unfolds. Parnia Razi. Hello, Parnia. And Parnia writes, how do you deal with indecisiveness about the future? (laughs) What are ways to tap into your intuition and tune in to find clarity about important decisions? Thank you, love. Cannot wait to listen to the next episode. Happy new moon. Well, happy new moon to you too. That's when I, the new moon was when I asked for the questions And I do believe the new moon brought me the right questions for the happy anniversary episode. And Parniam, (laughs) your question. (laughs) I ask my soul as there's so much I want to do and it's hard to just stay on one path. But, you know, I know I'm dedicated to at least this one path of being with all of you on your own magic. But in many other areas of my life, I can be so indecisive too. I have seen this as a crutch in my life that only that once, you know, paralyzed me from creating or doing anything. 
till I really, I realized that indecision is worse than making the wrong decision because there's really no such thing as failure. As I will learn, you know, from whatever path I choose, as long as I choose a path. So now I could tell you to flip a coin or grab that shorter straw, but obviously I won't. (laughs) I won't though. That does have its time and place, but you know, with smaller decisions in life, because, you know, let's just say the coin lands on one, which actually coins can help you learn what your intuition wants. Because, you know, let's say the coin lands on heads and then your intuition is telling you, no, 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 because you just get that feeling like, "Eh, I didn't really want that. Then you know that the other one is the way to go. But okay, I digress. So indecisiveness. Now, you know what? Buckle up. (sighs) Let's ask your intuition, shall we? All right. Now, it'd be much easier if I was doing this with you one-on-one in a coaching session or if I knew everything you're debating. Right now, Parnia, now Parnia, if you're driving, pause this or fast forward. Parnia and all of you, if you're driving or you can't possibly do this for whatever reason, then just pause this and fast forward and look at the timestamp to get back to it later. Um, because right now we're going to dive in and ask our intuition. Just a short exercise. So shall we? All right. And by the way, so I know everyone has a unique process as we all, you know, we all have our own ways of how we come, we go within. And sometimes I really get into it. And sometimes I really get into it surrounding myself with candles and the crystals that I feel called to place by me at that time. But I know that those are just materials and that I don't need them to tap in. So we really, we really don't need anything. We just, we just need to listen. So you may need clarity on more than three different paths that you're pursuing. But for this exercise together, just take it one at a time, whatever one pops in your mind this first moment and it's just it's so important to note that this is not going to be the end all be all as that will only make the indecisiveness stronger (laughs) so just to narrow it down by selecting just the very first one that pops in your mind without judgment and because we're going to use the process of elimination so it doesn't really matter which one you choose now now, we're not going to go into a deep meditation at all. Just we're going to connect within for a moment. So I hope that you are cozy, maybe seated or lying down and or you're standing up. <laughs> that doesn't matter. But to close your eyes and take a deep breath in, being aware of you in this space, in this present moment, and exhale out as you draw your awareness to your sit bones and your feet, 
in your space, grounded in your space. Again, another deep breath in, breathing in the presence of the air around you in this space. And exhale as your body melts a little more into the ground, really connected to the space below you. Now a moment of stillness, a moment of silence as you turn your attention within. Draw your awareness to your third eye. And drawing your awareness here allows you to be present within your body. So just observe what you see. Maybe you see glowing dots or shapes or colors or just black. Just observe with no judgments. Now your heart, observing how you feel without judgment or labels, without the labels like I'm sad or I'm happy, but simply observing the nameless feeling. And now slide your awareness down to your solar plexus, that area between your rib cage and navel, where your gut instincts cry to you as they hold your personal power and self-esteem and confidence. And here, now that you're present within, it's time to ask yourself, what feels right, right now, in this phase of your life? And only think of one of your paths, just one, the very first one that comes to mind. It does not matter what it is, just choosing this one, because it's not the end-all be-all. Now notice all the thoughts and doubts that are starting to creep in and make their appearance, but tell those thoughts they can just go away as you're only focusing on your inner feeling in your heart and gut. Feel this option, and how does it feel to pursue it? Does it feel right? Does it not? Are you uncertain? If it feels right, remember this and see if it feels more right than the next options or just go with that option. And if not, follow the same process by feeling another path. How does it feel to pursue this option? Does it feel right or does it not? Or are you a little uncertain? If it feels right, remember this and see if it feels right after the next options. Or simply just choose now and be decisive and go with it. And if not, follow the same process by feeling another path option. And then 
perhaps you need to go through more options if you're uncertain and then come back to it. And then if you're still uncertain, when in doubt, there's no doubt that it may not be the right for you at this time, but that doesn't mean it won't be right for you later. So in your own time, do this one by one till you find the one that feels the most right. Or if you're deciding on one thing and you want a yes or no answer, this is how I do it. So now, just in case you happen to have slipped into a theta state, I'll guide you back out, bringing your awareness back into your body. Notice your breath, breathing at your own natural rhythm. And slowly wiggle your fingers, your toes, your nose. And now open your eyes and allow whatever sensation you are feeling to resonate. I highly recommend you write down what you experience and what you felt as that will bring you more clarity and to write it out immediately. And the good news is that most of the time you always really just know and you don't have to do the deep work because you trust that inner know your gut is screaming at you. But there are many times that this is a tool we just feel called to turn to to receive more clarity. Because I know you are wiser for making the decisions of your own life than Googling whatever might be right or writing a pro or con list. You know, Google is, I'm not gonna lie, Google is one of my gurus and I love pros and cons lists, but we always really just know. To be continued. <laughs>